The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar, in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host... A jelly donut! David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you, and I care. Barry Stein. I can use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, December 15, 2018, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And today, Cigar Journal has just released their top 25 cigars of the year. And we're talking history. History of cigar smoking bands, B-A-N-S, bands. Thank you for the clarification. Thank you. (laughs) And how they started by... Uh, accommodating people and turned into obstruction. We'll talk about that and lots more. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right, we're going to pass out the first cigar of the day. We're going to smoke two cigars during the show. Uh, In the first hour, Barry, what are we smoking here? Today's first cigar is the Rocky Patel San Andreas Vintage 2006, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua for Rocky Patel. The size is a 5x50, and it features a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over a Connecticut broadleaf binder and fillers from Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $9.69, while a box of 20 is $170.99, which is a savings of almost $23, or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. The aroma off the foot is that of a raisin, a dark raisin, just dusted ever so lightly with cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper? Yeah. It has to be ever so lightly because if you sniffed cayenne pepper, you'd sneeze immediately. But but you have... And I'm not sneezing. Yeah, you got it way up there, so... This thing ain't coming out. <laughs> it's beautiful. The wrap is beautiful. San Andreas, I mean, sometimes we get an ugly wrapper here. Yeah, buddy. you want to talk about seamless. Yep. This is seamless. There's not, not a lot of veins prevalent. Yep. Very, very nice. good. All right, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition and excellence. Excellence. So, um, no, there is not another Rocky Patel vintage using San Andreas. Mexican wrapper. This is not the, uh, this is a. Would, they, would you say this is your grandfather's Maduro, Barry? <laughs> just by not looking at, at all. It? No Although, comment. You, you would, you would, I would say. Mexican Maduro is your grandfather's Maduro back in the day. The Tiamos, yeah. yep, yep. That is. 
Uh, Cold drawer, a little bit of cinnamon raisin. <laughs> I almost messed that up. Cinnamon. You didn't mess it up. Cinnamon raisin. Ed Sullivan, you're cruising for no Christmas present for me this year. Well, if that, you keep taking his side on everything, listen, that was just for him pronouncing cinnamon correctly. The I will. Second time. I will allow that. The second time. I will I allow that. But you know what you'd like for Christmas? Oh, is one of these lights? No, one of these lights. Yeah, this is the Vertigo Dominator, and it dominates in every way from the double wide. Vertigo big-ass tank, and yes, that is patented. The easy adjustment at the bottom, the neck that'll bend. So you think, oh, that's not a pocket lighter. Well, now it is. Fits right in your pocket. No, that is a lighter in my pocket. I'm not just happy to see you, Barry Stein. Yeah. Four jets, and the flame changes color so you don't lose it in the sun or during a snowstorm when you're Ed Sullivan and you're lighting your cigars while snow blowing. So what are you saying? $350. Got to be, be at least $350. It's a fraction of that. It's the Vertigo Dominator at twenty four ninety nine. My God. It's the hand grenade lighters. You pull off the cap. Yeah. Throw. It does feel very um, militia-based. $24. How do you do that? How do you do it? Just wait alone. Volume. Mm. All right. This is kind of full body right off the bat. You, you've taken a puff. I know. I find it mild. He, he didn't say it was strong. He said it was full body. I have no opinion of it yet after one puff. I'd like to take a couple of puffs, if I may. Initial reaction. Wow, that's not a Rocky Patel vintage. This is much more full bodied. I'm going to direct this to Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan, we tell people all the time not to judge a book by its cover. Correct. Should you really be judging cigars by the first puff, or should you let the cigar develop and see where it goes? How about rating? You're already lit it. Wouldn't that be a Start off with a negative opinion right away. Let's start a whole blog of rating a cigar one puff. That's it. You get one puff. Isn't there a magazine that does that? OnePuffPutItDown.com. (laughs) <laughs> As opposed to One what Barry puff. likes, which is puff puff pass. That's a different. Yes. That's a different game. I'm sure you've played that game a few times in your life. Never. Liar. I've never passed. <laughs> okay. This is my joint. Can't the, fir- have it. the first puff. Dot com. That's not fair. And then you Honduran just, cigars would get poor ratings out of the gate because they tend to start off a little on the bitey really? side. And it's what it is. So they'd the have low ratings right out of the because gate. Because don't you. Judge a book by its cover. No. Don't you, after you take the first puff, kind of make it early. You shouldn't be doing it, but you do. I don't. You Did, do. Didn't they don't. pass some sort of law about profiling? Yeah. Not allowed to profile a cigar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you get a little, I'm going to say a little gingerbread happening here. And then later... You have the thing that says, okay, how did it come out after you smoked the whole thing? But first puff is the last puff. That's it. I don't think you could do it. No, you just you can still puff, smoke it later. No, but that's you it. You put the cigar no. down. You write the review. You the take review one puff, over. you put it down. It's it. Cigar's over. No, that's a waste. But that's the review. You put it down. You write the whole review. You can't go back to it. <laughs> you write the review. This is what I think of the cigar. Period. That's it. So do you do the whole first third of the puff? No. Nope. Second third. No, it's just one, one. puff. That's, that's it. it. Uh, well, I'm on right now. I do the pre-light. The, uh, the pre-light drawer, the aroma off the foot, and what the flavor is on the pers- first puff. Do you? Mm. Then I move into the first third, second third, and final third. 
No, so, your first first third, but you do a first no, puff? No, I, I do the first puff, the first flavor that hits you. Always? Always. Wow. Can you see I don't read your stuff at all? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that with all the typos on there. I typically just skip right to the rating get, and then I do get a lot of emails mind. about... <laughs> You have this guy working for you, and he, the typos are just ridiculous. He, it's part of my charm. And Sean Rogers says he'll proofread it for you. He has. He's, he's you know, there's a lately there has now. You just drop it inside a thing. and He's typing it up in a Word something. document. It already has that. He just ignores all the red lines underneath. Yeah. Well, some, it's just colorful. Sometimes yeah. spell correct, which I've now shut off, changes the word to a different word than it's supposed to be. But Sean Rogers has been proofreading it, and he hasn't sent me any corrections lately, so I've gotten better. Yeah. Or, you know he's, you, or he's gotten tired of reading it. You ever make gingerbread cookies? No. You ever been around when gingerbread yes. cookies are happening? Yes. So you get typically the back of the oven you, you is a little warmer than the front of the oven. So the very back edge of the last cookie in the back row is almost always going to have just a little bit of that molasses get scorched. And that's what I'm picking up. It's mostly a gingerbread cookie, but just a little hint of that charred. Or a gingerbread cookie. No, you got it. You got it. And I gave it to him for ginger. Yeah. So this, 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 there's a thousand people smoking a cigar right now, and they and they're saying, I hate him, but he's got it. Yeah. It's a gingerbread cookie. Ginger snap. What? Gingerbread's good for Christmas season. Though. Yes, it is. This is a good Christmas cigar right yeah. now. This is a good outdoor cigar. My new cold, thing. Out in the cold. I, be, I used to go to my brother's house and just take something out of his humidor and we'd smoke along if he had two of something. But I've been bringing cigars to expand his palate. This would be a good one to bring him because he loves a good Maduro. He likes that full flavor. And he's not a. He likes the earthy component, but he doesn't like a lot of spice. And this does not have a lot of spice. All right. We'll see what it is. Can you smoke cigars in this house? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Why do you think I go there? Oh, all right. <laughs> Can't smoke at my sister's house. I go there once a year. All right. Smoke at my brother's house. I'm there weekly. smoking. Well, the smoking bans all across the country, where and where you can't smoke, uh, the government entails, but then people entail their own. There's no smoking inside my house. We heard it last night. We had a, we had a Christmas party, and, oh, no, I can't smoke in my house. And then other people saying, I have a house. I can smoke in a house. I got a shed. I go in the garage. I go here. Uh, smoking bands. Do you know when they started? I'm going to say 1874. It was a Tuesday. 74 is close, but it's 1575. Mm-hmm. Early start. One of the world's earliest smoking bands was the Roman Catholic Church. Regulations which forbid the use of tobacco in any church in Mexico. That kind of makes sense because of the whole Catholic guilt thing. You know, they don't want you doing anything you're going to enjoy while you're at church. Well, well Stand my be- up, kneel my, down. Yeah, my belief down. is that this came about because other religions were smoking was part of the religion. And they said that's not part of our religion. Therefore, you cannot smoke. It's in way too church. much fun. That's what I think is going on. Yeah, right. Can't have and people having too much fun. Yet the incense is even worse. Yes, I think I, that's what they do. Yeah. Again, but incense, not fun. It works. That's true. 1590, Pope Urban VII prohibited smoking in all churches. 1590. He's a, 15 years later, you know what? That's working out in Mexico. Let's do it everywhere. Pope Let's, Urban. So he was kind of like a city pope? He must have been. <laughs> yeah. Attendance was up, apparently. So we go 14 years later, and then King James I of England published an anti-smoking paper, uh, Counter Blast to Tobacco in an effort to raise taxes on tobacco. 
They just wanted money. So that's what was happening there in England. Moving ahead to 1633, the Ottoman Sultan Murad IV prohibited smoking in his empire and had smokers executed. Hmm. little over the top there, uh, <laughs> Ottoman. I think the, we're uh, getting back to that. Pendulum, yeah. The pendulum swung a little far. Yes, a little too far on that. And now for a couple of hundred years, everything's all quiet in the smoking thing because that Ottoman guy went crazy. They said, oh, this guy's over the top. Let's back this shit off. And now we're into 1876, and the first building in the world banned smoking was the old government building of Wellington, New Zealand. This was over concerns about a threat of fire, as it is and was the second largest wood building in the world. So it was all about the fire. They didn't want you smoking in there because they didn't want the place to burn down. Well, if you're smoking cigars, it's not going to happen. No. No one ever burnt their house down with cigars. You don't know that. (laughs) What's the guy's name that wrote uh, the Huckleberry Finn book there? Samuel Clemens. He would smoke 22 to 23 cigars a day. He would fall asleep with it in his mouth and wake up in the, in the morning. House not burnt down. A burn hole in his shirt, but you light up fall, another cigar. You ever fall asleep smoking? Once. Yeah. I have Barry not. Stein? I think I you captured not. it. You have not? I have not. I'm surprised at you. How about you, Ed Sullivan? Never. I never did either. You guys? You fall asleep smoking? Yeah. No, it's never happened. I've been very tired smoking a cigar, but it was like we're at a meeting type of thing in the Dominican Republic, and it's two in the morning, and I've had enough, and I'm, oh my God, I'm on cigar number 35, and I've had enough. Let me go. Um, 1890 in Canada, three provinces banned underage smoking. That's the first time smoking of age happens, 1890, that they say, you know what? These eight-year-old kids, they actually shouldn't be doing it. And they put a stop to it uh, in three provinces in 1890. Going ahead, Moving ahead to uh, the U.S., also in 1890, 26 American states banned sales to minors. They see Canada did it and said, we can do this, but they're not just going to do it in the province. They'll go half the country right off the bat. Further restrictions were imposed over the decade. Sales restrictions, including prohibition, were upheld by the Supreme Court in 1990. Um, 1890. 1900. Okay. Um, That's a difference of 90 years there. Yeah, there we go. Close to no <laughs> Ten years later, yeah, the, the Supreme Court says, you, you can do this uh, ban uh, for underage people. So now here we go, 41 years later, and again, the pendulum swings all the way. Under the orders of Adolf Hitler, the first modern attempt to restrict smoking was imposed by the German government in every university, post office, military hospital, and Nazi party officer. Major anti-tobacco campaigns were widely broadcast by the Nazis until the demise of the regime in 1845. So anybody going forward after that that attempts to have any ban on smoking of any kind in those types of facilities. Hitler did it. They are. Smoke uh, Nazi. Yeah. They're a Nazi. Absolutely. Now we know the origin of the phrase, you smoke Nazi. Ah, smoking Nazi. I think this is the first time that phrase has ever been used. No, Mary Bloomberg in New York was referred to as a smoke Nazi. All right, so let's go to the United States of America, land of the free, as we thought it was. Uh, We've got to go all the way to 1975 now. Uh, the U.S. state of Minnesota enacted the Minnesota Clean 
Indoor Air Act, making it the first state to restrict smoking in most public places. Imagine 75. So I'm 15 years old. You can smoke everywhere in the country. I haven't been born yet. Well, that's interesting because my money would have been on California. Uh, at first, restaurants were required to have no smoking sections in bars were attempted um, as the act as of October 1st. 2007, Minnesota enacted a ban on smoking in all restaurants and bars statewide, calling it the Freedom to Breathe Act of 2007. So the point of this whole thing, and as I go to it, it's some of it is here's a little thing. This is all we're going to do. And it's like, oh, you really shouldn't do that and stuff. And then it morphs into complete prohibition that ends up happening. So you can see as they're working their way into this. 1985, the year I opened Two Guys Smoke Shop, the resort town of Aspen, Colorado becomes the first city in the U.S. to restrict smoking in restaurants, although it allowed smoking in areas that was separately ventilated. So you have an area, separate ventilation. Yes, you can do it, but everywhere else we have to have, have no smoking. And it says, all right, we got our little ventilated spot. So here we are in 1985. 1987, to Barry's thing. See, California doesn't think of these things. They hear about them. Like, they heard what happened in Canada and said, okay, let's do this. Well, in 74, wasn't Reagan the governor anyway? So it would have been a Republican state. It might have been, yeah. yeah. Beverly Hills, California enacts an ordinance to restrict smoking in most restaurants, in retail stores, and public spaces. It attempted restaurants and hotels, city council member, Reason that the hotels and restaurant catering to a large number of visitors abroad with smoking is more acceptable than there in California, where it is not acceptable. So here we are. Uh, what year was that? That was 87. So moving ahead, 1990, uh, the city of San Luis Obispo, California, becomes the first city in the world to restrict indoor smoking in bars as well as restaurants. However, it did not not include workspaces. So 1990 becomes the first city to say you can't smoke in a bar. As we continue to move on, 1990, as rumors of secondhand smoke became public, and I say rumors because that's all bullshit. Never been proven. No. Um, courtesy awareness. Courtesy awareness. Now, this is where it starts. As legislative programs focus on accommodation for both non-smokers and smokers. So that's it. We're going to be uh, accommodating both. And this is just a courtesy for those that don't want it and for do want it. Tolerance and uh, accommodation. Um, while avoiding smoking bans, the United States... Uh, were encouraged to pass laws providing separate smoking sections. So they're asking people across the whole United States now, make separate sections, sections because we want to make everybody happy. 1994, California smoking bans encourage other states, such as New York, to implement similar regu regulations. California's ban includes the controversial restriction upon smoking in bars. Extending statewide ban is enacted. 1994. Now, that's it. No smoking in bars. What happened to those sections? Gone. 2003, New York City. Again, it's New York, California. New York, California. You can see this liberal thing happening. Amended its smoke-free law to include all restaurants and bars, including those with private clubs, making it along with California's smoke-free laws one of the toughest in the United States. You think they're done yet? It's 2003. <coughs> they're just warming up. 
2006, review of the U.S. Surgeon General warning found that smoking restrictions were unlikely to harm businesses in practice. It's not going to affect. So the Surgeon General decides that this is unlikely to harm any business. Therefore, many restaurants and bars might see an increase in business. So now they're, they're laying it out already to say, this is not going to hurt you. Our ban on this, this is actually going to help you. People going to buy this? They did. Hook, line, and sinker. 2009, there were 37 states and some with some form of smoking ban. Some areas in California began banning smoking across the whole cities, including every place except residential homes. More than 20 cities in California enacted parks and beach smoke restrictions. It's a, it's a graduated step. They nev- It's never over. They keep right. doing it. They're turning the thing. 2011, New York City expands the previously implemented smoking ban by banning smoking in parks, beaches, boardwalks, public golf courses, and other areas controlled by New York City's Parks Department. Here we go. New York, California, mm-hmm. back and forth. And then let's go a little further here. They're talking to each other, right? 100%. These guys are working with each other back and forth. 2013, California, New York, raised the age to buy any kind of tobacco, even electronic cigarettes, from 18 to 21 years of age, and now begins the age restriction. And they're not going to stop until it goes back to 1,500 where you're executed if you're smoking. This is where it's going to go. That's what I think. How much do you think it plays into somebody saying, uh, you know, could you take your cigar and just move away a little bit, and then that guy having a bad reaction. Or or you move away. The guy's sitting there smoking a cigar, and you sit beside him and tell him, can you move away? No. But uh, from a... Don't go sit next to him. There's a whole room here. Why would you sit next to the guy smoking a cigar? I'm not saying that that person is correct in their behavior, but I am saying as a smoker... We now have, we're on the defense, and maybe we should move away. No. No, we should go on the offense. So let me go into a restaurant, a lady's loaded with perfume that I can't stand. Mm. I'm going to choose to sit next to her and ask her to go to the washroom and wash it off. No, I'll just sit over there. Good luck enacting uh, perfume bans. It's poison. It's poison. Oh, you got a greater chance of getting uh, cancer from a, a can- scented candle. Were you talking to Kevin yesterday? Who's, Is that where you? Who's to say I'm not going to get something from some lady's perfume? Right. What kind of carcinogens are in that? But just move away from it, right? Yeah. Just move away. You I say I that can. we should organize groups of 30, 40 people, storm into a restaurant, all smoking, sit down at a table. And say enough with this. Yep. You know, sit-ins in California, let's have smoke-ins. Get the pendulum to go the other way. Yes. Enough is enough. I, what I, happened to our freedoms and rights? I don't privileges? disagree with you, but I don't think you can walk into a restaurant every with 30 people smoking and come out of it on top. No. I mean, I'd be proud to be arrested for it. It's fine. I'd wave that like a badge of honor. It used to honor. be that way. And it's happened to me that I've been there with a whole bunch of people smoking cigars mm-hmm. and somebody complained. I'm going back, back in the day and they move them. They move the other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, the smoke over there is bothering me. Okay, let me move you. Wouldn't that be the way to go? Yeah. Well, I person- say the way to go is to offer every restaurant and every bar the right to have a smoking license. Advertise it as such. Yeah. This way, the owner of said establishment Absolutely. has the choice. But the government says, no, this is going to help your business. Mm. Isn't that nice of them? And the number one failing mm. industry, restaurants? Yep. Yeah. 
Let them do what they want. Let people go. It's perfect we're smoking the Rocky Patel cigar today because there's a guy that fights to the death. Nobody fights o- harder. Over this. And uh, I've been with him where he says, call the police. No kidding. Call the police. So our friend John McTavish is in the chat room. Yeah. Cigar surgeon. He says he's been in a number of workplaces in Canada that are scent free. Scent free. Yep, not allowed to wear any Pennies? type of perfume. It's ridiculous. I don't like it, but it's okay if you do do whatever you mm. want to do it yourself. That's it. Stop forcing your beliefs on other and, people. And then it, then it goes the other way where you say, I feel like I'm a woman today and I'm going to go in the, in the ladies' room. How? What the <laughs> hell? It goes one extreme to the other extreme from the same person that's fighting the other thing. It's madness. Mm-hmm. In, in Canada, you saw that at the beginning of the thing. I mean, they started it. You guys in Canada started this shit. Rudy. <laughs> McTavish. John, John McTavish. It's, it's, Blame, blame Canada. And, and Australia, another terrible one, too. Yep. And this is the land of the free. Stop following Canada. Stop following Australia. Stop following England. That's why they left England, too. They came here for freedom. It's the same here in New Hampshire, that the people left Massachusetts because of all the liberal policies and taxation and things. They come over here, and they're starting the same shit. They vote in the same way. Oh, you created the problem in mass. Now you left mass to escape it, and you're voting the same way yeah. you did in mass, creating the same problem. Yeah. So, so you like the major restrictions on tobacco? Move to Canada. Go where people are like you. You'll be happier. It's more like-minded people that are there. Don't come here. Please go somewhere else. Those people aren't listening to the show. No. So you're just talking to yourself right now. <laughs> preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to the choir. It upsets me. As I'm going through this this list of making the list up, I'm like, I can see what they were doing. That's why you were a little cranky this week. By the way, John, on behalf of Canada, says that he's sorry. All right. We, we, we All accept right, your it. apology. That's it. At least he was man enough to apologize. Rudy's being quiet. <laughs> right. Now, they, they were born into it. They were born there. They can't help it. But uh, it's it's getting worse and worse. Look what they're doing with the packaging. Look what they're doing mm-hmm. with the taxation of it. Oh, this is good for business, right? It's it's ridiculous what they're doing. And he said it to us when we were there. You know, you, you want to know what's going to happen to you? Look what's happening over yep. here. Well, exactly that. You know, you mm-hmm. just look at this and you you could see. All right, this is happening there. We're next. When FDA came on board with this, I said, Oh my God. What's going to happen to us? Well, just look what they did to cigarettes. That's what's going to happen to us. Oh, my God. You got a crystal ball? How did you know that? No, it's just look what it is. History repeats itself. It's it's amazing what happens in history. And uh, I'm I'm not looking forward to You're all for clumped over there. You're all worked up. I'm not looking forward to what's going to end up happening. Let's ban cigars, but allow marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Never knew anybody thing? who had their driving impaired for, impaired from a cigar. Yeah, smoke six. Uh, did, there was one time I tried retrohaling while I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> You're a closet liberal. Almost hit a deer. So this is a nice cigar. Rocky Patel, the San Andreas Vintage, what? 2006. Six. 2006. Take a look at the burn line. I mean, that is immaculate. Yeah. It's real good. thin. It's very well aged. It tastes like well aged tobacco. This is good. And mellowed out from the first puff so if, I did, if i did the one puff show yeah. i would have gave it it's very full-bodied and it gets a 50 out of 100 <laughs> and now you, you get let it go in a little bit what a yeah nice they cigar. front end loaded those tips right at the end well it's a robusto that's kind of normal for a, a robusto they tend to start off dare i say more robust 
By the way, Rudy, I'm officially banning you from the Cigar Authority because he says he's okay with scent-free because people suffer migraines from certain scents. Leave. Leave. Go somewhere else. Stay at home. Rudy, you don't have to take this. So we had, you know, then it's going to be, it turns into that and there's no antiperspirant. Then it becomes, you know, so, no soap. And then it becomes the next thing. You can't open the door well, for them because that's what they did with this. They said, let's just make it so it's a separate section. Let's just make it so it's too, di- it's ventilated. Now let's make it so you can't, you got to go outside. You can't be in there. Then once you go outside, they said you can't smoke outside. There's Isn't a, it all just there's a, a city or town in California where you can't smoke in your backyard because the smoke wafts over to the neighbor and the neighbor has a right to complain and to stop said smoking. Ah, tis the season to be jolly. <laughs> all right. Uh, so early thoughts here. You, you liking it? I'm liking it. That uh, gingerbread uh, flavor is still holding strong, although there is a there is a subtle note of some white pepper. One, to ten, one to ten in strength. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Yeah. I nailed it. How about that one? Yeah. Demon about for time. A change. Nope. What I did is I did the Barry thing. I was going to say seven. I ch- <laughs> <laughs> I said, one. I, I was thinking seven, and I said, I'm going to go six, and let's see where you guys go. And I was, if you ended up going to five, I go, now nah, you're just going down for me. But you you all said, no, you got it. And yeah, I said, you all nailed right. it. So my, my taste is a little, uh, I'd say one down from I you think, guys. I think you're just a little sensitive in all areas. Yeah, <laughs> smoking bans, tobacco strength, flavors. I'll tell you, we, we have had a political change here in New Hampshire um, where um, it went Democrat on the House and Senate, and it went heavy women on top of that. Mm-hmm. And we're in trouble. The first bill has already been written. Uh, they're not even taking power yet, and they wrote the first bill already, and it is for a 67 percent tax on cigars in the state of new hampshire we're going to fight it we're going to win and we're going to spend a lot of money doing it and we're going to go crazy doing everything we got to end up doing to make it go but this is what ends up happening and we can't take our eye off the ball you can never stop because if if you take your eye off bump it 67 percent or something but they're not even going for let me go to five percent let's put our toes in the water and give them a 10 percent tax or something 67 percent bump out of the gate not the first time they tried for that exact number it's an odd number. So maybe they end up to with Literally. 67, and then they meet us halfway, and they give us 35. Yeah. That's, that's not good either. No. It's zero. Zero is the number. It's unfair to do any different. It's, believe me, it's not good for business. It's going to be the total destruction Well, they're looking for it on both ends. It's the highest business profits tax in the union, so they should be trying to help your business make money. And, and for the most part, they are, and I'm so only that, speaking for, for two people that wrote this bill, and we'll see where it ends up going, but... Again, I, don't, I imagine they're not listening to the show. Let's put them on blast on social media. We'll yeah. put the names out there and get people uh, writing in. Yeah. I'll never forget, last year you went and you fought the bill. And you told them you have X amount of employees. It'll put cost people their jobs. Yep. You'll be, you know, maybe it'll be time for you to leave the industry. And everybody will lose their jobs. And the Democrat senator responded to you, well, Mr. Garofalo, maybe it's time for yes. you to retire. Told me to retire. That is disrespectful yeah. to the oomph power. Yeah. 
I like that they said it because that just pisses Dave off, and he does his best <laughs> work when he's angry. I do. I do. Oh, you don't want to do that. Oh, my God. Here I go. Now I'm not even going to sleep anymore. That's overrated anyway. All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, Cigar Journal picked their top 25 cigars of the year. we got the new Cigar Journal right here. Just out is the top 25 cigars from Cigar Journal. We're going to go through that. And lots more. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, Rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice. And available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. Competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. 
pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10 count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Pelota Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hey, this is Willie Marante from Miami Cigar. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Hey, Willie. We're back. We're smoking Rocky Patel 2006. And uh, we went through the contenders of the Cigar of the Year, what we chose as uh, what will possibly be the Cigars of the Year. Right now, we're going to go to Cigar Journal, who's showing their first hand of picking their Cigar of the Year. We're going to see if any of them match up with us. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We got the new issue of uh, Cigar Journal here with us. Uh, hit the stands last week. Excellent issue, Very by the good. way. Another Very great good. issue. Uh, so let's start going through uh, Cigar Journal magazine. They do a top 25, uh, much like Cigar Aficionado does. Uh, they jumped on it first this year. So um, we'll see uh, their way up. And uh, Barry, start with number 25, and let's do this uh, backwards style. All right. Number 25 was the Macanudo Inspirado White Toro. All right, Macanudo, that's a Dominican. That is that the one we smoked, the little short one to see how long we could smoke it? I think we smoked the red one. Oh, all right. There's a red and a white. All right, so the color code in their uh, thing. And is that um, a U.S. version type thing? It's, yeah, it was okay. a line that I believe originally maybe started out in uh, Europe before making its way to U.S. Okay, all right, let's look at number 24. La Flor Dominicana, La Vocata 
Churchill. All right. So uh, we got a tour on a Churchill, another Dominican cigar. Uh, we're seeing import numbers. I'm getting ready for the... Um, cigar industry address? Yeah. The industry of the cigar address there. And... Uh, it appears that Nicaragua is rocking, by the way. I saw right those now. numbers. Yeah. Huge. So, um, but here, uh, two Dominicans right off the bat, a Macanudo, La Flor Dominicana, two older brands. Um, well, Avocado's uh, like a year old. Okay. Came out the end of 2016, so it's two years old. All right. So, not bad. You're going to see a Excuse lot of that, by the way. 2017. Okay. So. Came out a year after Andalusian Bull. All right. You're going to see... Um, you know, we always used to really jump on these magazines that would come out with cigars, old cigars for Cigar of the Year. And it's like, how can it be a cigar of that year? Uh, but those days are over because there are supposedly no new cigars coming out. Yep. So these things existed no matter what, no matter what brand you're talking about. Yeah, give a little credit to Cigar Journal. A lot of their releases, uh, a lot of their cigars on this list saw a full release in 2017. Um, so it's a, at least it's somewhat current. Yeah. Okay. And number twenty three is the My Father La Apalencia Robusto. All right. So here's a Nicaraguan cigar from My Father showing up, um, and we have three different companies up there right now. And uh, let's go to twenty two. Is the Hoya Silva Corona from Hoya de Nicaragua? Another Nicaraguan cigar that came out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, geez, you know I had the sample of that, and I don't even recall it that much. Did the value, real value cigar, low price? Yeah, cigar? it was a lower price cigar. Yeah. It was a little bit milder for uh, for a Hoya, too. Okay. Uh, number 21, uh, we have a cigar, a box left of these at uh, twoguyscigars.com. It's probably my favorite limited edition to come out this year. It's the La Aurora Hoys de Age 2017 Toro. Okay, so that's a one and done. It's over? One and done. Okay. Waste. Yeah, and then uh, so that, that's a problem that I have usually with the top twenty-five list. Also, is when they come out with a cigar. By the time it goes to press, the cigar's gone. You can't get any more. Either you know somebody looks at that and says, "Oh, I'd like to try that." Well, good luck finding it. You're saying we have one box left. Left. Yep. So uh, just announcing that we have no boxes left. <laughs> yes. Depending, depending when you're listening to this. Um, and 2017, did it come out in 2017? No, it came out in 2018. Okay. Um, it features aged tobacco. I believe it was rolled in 2017. Okay. Uh, so it's 12-year-old tobacco, uh, harvest, uh, rolled last year, and released this year. All What's right. with that in the 12-year-old tobacco? It seems like that's the number that people use. This is 12 years old. Doesn't, no idea. Maybe yeah. there's a psychological thing to it. Uh, number 20 is a European exclusive, the Tatuaje RC number three. All right, that's a Toro Gordo, six and a half by 56. Yeah. Only for Europe? It's a European release, correct. And is that because he never had that size before and it can only go to Europe? Uh, is, I mean, is it new or is this an older thing, too? The, the band is familiar, so it's something that they've released before in a different size. All right. Uh, but that one's specifically for Europe. All right. Number 19. Is the Placencia Ama da Campo Travesia? Ah, so we have one. That's on the contenders for the cigar of the year. That is a contender. So, so either we got one right or they got one right. I'm going with they got one right. Yes. Uh, that's good. Okay, so uh, Placencia, that is a Nicaraguan. 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 All right. So I'm just keeping track on uh, what they're liking the best. So we got one there. Good. 
Uh, number 18 is another cigar produced in uh, Nicaragua, and it's the Brickhouse Double Connecticut Corona Lager. All right. Top value brand already, yeah. Cigar yeah. Aficionado said. Um, last year, was it maybe? This year. This year, okay. Yeah. I believe. I only so, looked at like the first couple, so. Yeah, so Cigar Aficionado starting to come out with their top cigars, I believe, on Monday, but they did release their, their top value values, cigars, yep. and, and that was uh, one of the top values, so I, that, that appeared, I think that's, uh, well, so far they've only done value, but it appeared on both magazines uh, so far. Okay. All right, number 17 is Vegas, the Purial Grand Reserva Bellicoso. Right, what's that? That is a Nicaraguan cigar featuring an Ecuadorian wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler. And who is who makes that? Uh, Aroma de Vuelta Abuelo Incorporated. No idea? No idea. And you don't know what the cigar is? No, I, I know we smoked it on a blind taste test thing, but it's a brand that I haven't seen. Really? Okay, this is the first one. We don't know what they are. Um, again, um, Cigar Journal is a worldwide publication. Yep. They started off in Europe. Um, Germany, uh, German edition, um, Spanish edition. So they're worldwide, and sometimes you're going to see something here uh, that you may not have, even us, we don't even know what that is. So, uh, okay. All right, number 16 is the Ramona Lones by A.J. Fernandez Toro, and that's manufactured in Nicaragua for General Cigar. A lot of Nicaraguans. Now we're starting to get Nicaraguans. Yeah, we got three, four, five, six uh seven and three dominicans okay so nicaraguans running away with it which mm -hmm. makes sense mm -hmm. if uh, that's what people are buying uh all right moving on number 15 is gurkha heritage Medoro toro okay that is dominican that is nicaraguan nicaraguan too all right and that was released back in 2016 all right Okay. Number 14 is the company formerly known as Bespoke, their limited edition, Spilato. Company's now known as Kazdagli. That rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Yes. Due to a lawsuit with Alec Bradley over the name Bespoke. And that's made in the Dominican Republic at the Kellner Boutique Factory. Yes. So I did have that cigar, and that was uh, on the market and off the market as fast as it could be. And that was only because of the lawsuit part of it. Uh I remember the band actually having a picture of a person on it. Did they have they changed the the band look to it? Or? The 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 band for that one was a little bit different, being a limited edition. Yeah, it was a white and black band with gold highlights, and it kind of has like a uh, artistic eagle style. That's the uh, figurado shape, right? It's Correct. like a little, almost like a special tee. Correct. So, so very much like a special. So, so tea. here's a new brand that came out and. A limited release. How can you be new and then have a limited release? Try to create some make-believe hype. Yeah. So I, I, I can't judge the cigar. I, I don't remember it. I remember, you know, uh, seeing at the show, but I don't remember it well enough mm. to uh, say anything. But just, just weird. Lim, li, there should be no more limited releases because... Well, there'll be no more limited editions, but you could have a limited production release come out once a year yeah once that's a year it's not over four times a year okay so that's what's happening there maybe okay number 13 is the vega fina classic year of the pig year of the pig which is a davidoff thing so vega fina well, said let's do year of the pig it's a chinese thing but yeah all right <laughs> oh it's not davidoff no nah, it's chinese new year <laughs> and that would be the uh, dominican um cigar all right so um in vega fina 
um, which which is an Altadas product. Big in Europe, from what I understand. Not a big brand name, I don't think, here in the United States. No, they, they were popular in catalogs at one point. Yeah. I don't know if they still have that I, popularity. Yeah, but I think it's a big European. So let's go uh, to number 12. Number 12 is the Balmoro Añejo XO Escuro Rothschilds Massivo. That's a mouthful. Yes, and uh, that's uh, another Dominican cigar. Yes, so we got three Dominicans in a row after we said there's no Dominicans out there. So uh, that's good. We're catching on. We're catching on. All right, that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And uh, this one's interesting. Would you rather crap your pants in public (laughs) once a year for the rest of your life versus crap yourself every day for the rest of your life, but all by yourself, nobody knows? Once a year in public... No question. I'd build an event around it. This is when it's going to happen. Have you ever? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I've had I've had uh, close, close calls. We're we talking pulling over the side of the road, running into the bushes, or we're we talking like no, you shit your pants in public. Yeah, just, you just you just gambled on a fart and you lost. It's happened. Yeah. It's never happened yet. I've had a. Pull the car off the side of the road yeah. and run into the bushes, but but you never went in your pants. Never, never went in All my right, pants. So, so now you're doing it once a year, every uh, year, or you're I'll, doing it every day. I'll I'll treat it like a band aid and just rip it off at once. Yeah, a year. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm very curious uh, as to Ed Sullivan's answer on this. <laughs> I have, I have a dog that has a problem right now, <laughs> and he's going once a day in in public. Right. Now, do I get to pick the time of year, or it's just random? There's always questions involved in this. <laughs> because yeah. you don't think them through. <laughs> can you pick the, the yeah, time can, of year? I'm picking the day. You, you can, I pick the day I'm building an event you around can, it. You can pick the season. <laughs> you don't want it on a hot summer day, so, right? You'd rather in a cold winter day? Yeah, and I, I'm going to go for the public, and I'll just call that the depend season, where I'll just ah. you know get the adult diaper. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Well, that's oh, yeah. crapping your diaper, though. That's not crapping your pants. Well, your pants are on your diaper. Well, you're not crapping your pants anyway, unless you're going commando. Wait, you guys wear underwear? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every day would be too inconvenient, really. Yeah, that's a, just a messy cleanup. Yeah. Who wants to be... You'd have to have two washing machines. And no one would smell it anyway with all the cigar smoke around yeah. me. But you year-round, you get the extra clothes with you, waiting for the I day. I want a, uh, a woman to weigh in on this. Pamela, what, how do you feel about this? Which one are you going for? You guys are making a really good argument. I mean, honestly, I probably would go with every day and nobody knows. Every day and every nobody, day knows. nobody knows. That's interesting. You yeah. Company coming over she, by accident. She just, cares about people. That's another thing. She cares for people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Evidently, we don't because we lost like half our listeners to this. Yeah. Well, let's let's, let's move back on to the um, cigar journal. So we're at number eleven. Eleven. Okay. And it's another Dominican, and it's the La Galera Habano Supremo Petit Figurado. 
which is part of the Cube series. Yeah, so that is a limited release also. Yep. That they made those cubes just for the trade show. I don't know if they're going to come out again yep. or what the story is. They are coming out again? No, 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 no. I was agreeing with you for the trade show. Yeah. 333 boxes. You had to be at IPCPR yeah. to order them. You were there. TwoGuysCigars.com has them. Shameless plug. Yeah, we still have them. Still have some. Uh, and that one, if I, if, <coughs> if I understand my, my thing, this one, it, it says Figurado, but... It is not a figurado. It's not a figurado. Right? So. This is a little, little, um, like nub. Shape. It's like a nub with a pigtail. Yeah, it's got the little gold ribbon around the gold, foot of it. Gold ribbed ribbon. For yeah. Your, for your pleasure. For your <laughs> <laughs> In this one. All right, so. That's yeah. Dominican. First off, it's called figurado, and it's not, um, whatever. Um, good cigar. It is good. My question on there, actually, on that whole series is which one's better than the other? I like. Uh, the torpedo shape. Yeah, you, know? you like the Maduro, surprisingly enough. Yeah, not even torpedo. It's a it's a figurado. It's bulby in the center. center yep. Looks like an Italian cigar. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that is uh, number 11. Another Dominican. We had four Dominicans in a row there. That's changed things up. Four, five, six, seven, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nicaragua's only winning by one right now. And no no showings from uh, Costa Rica, from Honduras. No, that was our first Honduran. Was it our first? No, I jumped the gun. The next one's Honduran. Oh, all right. <laughs> Oops. All right. Oops. That's all right. Are we going to do number 10? Are we going to save it for the next half hour? What are we going to do? We're going to go into cigar news. All right. Let's, let's find out what's out in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And this week, the cigar industry asked the FDA to delay the reporting of harmful and potentially harmful constituents. The HPHC testing was scheduled to be due by November of 2019, and the cigar industry says that there's no chance that they would have it ready by then, so they've asked for a delay. Okay. In Berkeley, California, say goodbye to the chance of buying cigars by the single. The city council is set to pass a measure that requires cigars to be sold at least in a six-pack minimum. There is a movement to add a price exemption, but has not yet been uh, addressed. And the measure is scheduled to go into effect June of 2019. Here's the next step, right? Yeah. So now it's California saying you have to buy so many at a time. Now, here's where the issue comes. It must be sold in a six-pack. FDA said you can't change the packaging. So what? What does that mean? Right. You can't sell it. You're screwed. You can't sell it. But you would think federal law would trump State law, city law. Well, you see, so how could you pass a law when the FDA says that you can't do that? Well, technically, states are the way that our government works is that the states have the rights and that the government only governs the the U.S. government allows your state to run as your state wants to run. Basically, 50 different countries. Certain brands that don't come in six packs can't be sold. Correct. How many six packs do you know? None. 
I can't think of any. E- well, even- Coors, Coors Light, yeah. Bud Light. Which is alcohols, all right. Even a little packs of domestic cigars, usually a fives. Yes. Who came up with it? And if you look at what Toscano, is the reason behind three, it? Yeah. What is the reason behind it? There's 10 packs. There's five packs. You know why six is afraid of seven? Eight, nine, ten. Seven, eight, nine. All right. And uh, Christine Hewitt-Lanza, the Director of Legislative, Legislative Affairs for the Cigar Association of America, is leaving her role to take on a related position at Swisher International. And that's what's up with Oof, the cigar that, world. That's interesting. There's back-end stories to that, what's going on there, because anyway, I'll save that for another show as we see the changes are going to happen because of that. Uh, as we see if we get a cease and desist on whatever show that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't like hearing that. Anyway, uh, next week, uh, how much flavor does the band of the cigar have? And Not this band. is B-A-N-D. D. How much flavor does the band have on a cigar? It has a lot of it. We're going to get into that, and we'll talk about uh, what happens to your your uh, psychology of looking at a cigar band and how, how that's going to change the flavor of the cigar. A lot of people say the outside wrapper of a cigar has most of the flavor to it. My belief is that the cigar band around it with the label on it has more, and I have years and years of experience to prove that, and we'll get into that next week on the show. The following week uh, will be December 29th, and we will announce the real Cigar of the Year, which is our Cigar of the Year from the Contenders of the Cigar of the Year pack that's still available. Still available. So uh, we have... Dwindling down in in amount available, but it's still available, so So don't delay. Eight eight different cigars that are on there, and uh, we'd love you to be part of it. You have the Christoph Vengeance, the Aladino Maduro, Recluse Los Cabos, Aging Room Puricepa, Placentia Almocampo, that actually uh, Cigar Journal got correct here, King's Treasure, the Argonosa Leaf, Connecticut, and the Balmoral, Connecticut. Those are the eight cigars. We're going to see if any more of those are on this list. Next week, we're going to actually look at cigar aficionados. list will be complete at that point. See if they got any right. Uh, are we right? Are they wrong? Are they looking at the bands? What's going on? We'll find that out um, next week. And the following week is the Cigar of the Year. We'll, we'll announce that. January 5th, the first show of the year will be the state of the industry address where I'll share with you all the numbers I can gain between now and then of what happened last year in the cigar industry and uh, we'll move on from there for 2019 and thank you to the uh, to our listeners who write in and give us lots of information of upcoming shows because usually this is the time of year, the beginning of the year, there's not a lot going on and then that's what we get bogged down and say we got nothing to talk about. We got a lot of good stuff from you. Keep it coming but we got a lot of good stuff so uh, we'll We'll move on from there. Uh, guests are coming even in the wintertime. We're going to get some local guys to come close, awesome. come up and stuff. So, uh, all right. We are at what? Number 10? Number 10. All right. And you kind of... Um, let, let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, meow. Uh, <laughs> Honduran cigar finally hits yeah. there. You, you're looking at Dominican. You're looking at Nicaraguan, which is, is controlling most of it. But you have... Mexico, and you got Honduras, and you got Costa Rica, and you got uh, you got Cuba. Yet all of this so far, uh, fifteen Honduras and Nicaragua up until number ten. Dominican and Nicaragua. Dominican and Nicaragua. Yeah. And number ten is a limited edition. It's the Oscar Valadares Cizron Edition. Um, we don't have that. I don't know that cigar. No, it was limited edition. Came out this year. 
Okay. Um, All right. Maybe it's good. I can't say anything. I'm glad there's a Honduran made the list, though. Okay, keep going. Uh, number nine is another Honduran. And it's the Alec Bradley Prensado Lost Art Torpedo. Alec Bradley is a, it's a Honduran? Yes. Yep, it's being at Cubanas. All right, sure. Um, and Lost Art Torpedo is a new size of the Prensado line. It is a line extension of the Prensado. All right. Prensado was uh, Cigar of the Year for Cigar Journal Magazine. Before. For Cigar Aficionado. For cigar Aficionado and, and, a, and a top pick for Cigar Journal many times. Okay. Uh, number eight is Villiga La Vencedora Robusto. Dominican. No, it's actually made a Hoya de Nicaragua. Really? All right. Because mm. that would have made a tie. So Nicaraguan's taking the thing here. So Villiga's made a Hoya de Nicaragua. Um, is everything now Villiga? No. Yeah, no, because no. they had U.S., they had Dominican. Dominican. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, good. All right. Next. Number seven comes from Cuba. Cuba, finally. And it is the Partagas Series Number 1 Edition Limitada 2017. All right, I've had it. Um, all right. Number six. Is the Davidoff Nicaragua box press sixty by six? All right, not not the most popular size of the no, Davidoff uh, box press one. Nicaraguan. Um, and how do you classify Davidoff Nicaraguan made in Dominican Republic? You make that a D. Yes, it is a Dominican it's cigar. Dominican yeah, made because that's how it's coming in as an import, right? Yep. Um, interesting that there's a six by sixty, huh? Um, the first 6x60, you got some 56s in there, but yep. the first uh, big ring gauge cigar, and um, I believe that the Davidoff Nicaragua has been on their list and Cigar Aficionado's list before Yes. Uh, also. Num- number five is the Perdomo Habano Bourbon Barrel Aged Epicure Sun Grown. One of Mr. Jonathan's favorites right there. That's right. All right, and uh, usually a winner there of their awards, which is different. Their awards thing is different than yes. their uh, top 25. Yep, the awards are based, uh, voted on by consumers, I believe, because they do that big vote thing yeah. on the website. Yeah. Uh, number four is the Papi Van, Wink- Papi Van Winkle Tradition Robusto Grande. All right, this is Swisher made by Swisher. Made by yeah, La Grande Fabrica Jewish Estate. Yeah. Okay, so obviously a Nicaraguan, yep. um, a Connecticut, but not a not your grandfather's Connecticut. No, it's uh, yeah. is it? It's uh, listed as a Nicaraguan wrapper. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, it's pretty light. Um, interesting, high end cigar there. You're talking about a twenty five dollar cigar, right? Oh, excuse me, it's an Ecuadorian wrapper. I jumped ahead to the All number right. three cigar. Yeah, so that's Ecuadorian shade. That's Connecticut. Um, okay. Number three is the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series Soberano Maduro. That's the cigar that comes in the square tube. Yeah, love it. Big very seller. Good. Can't very keep good. it in stock. And it's that- very, very different than a Padron. It does it, it. It has a different, distinct taste. I think it's because they're not only in cello, but they're in those tubes, and that keeps that cigar away from that cedar in the box. Correct. So you get much, much less of that cedar forward flavor that you're used to with Padron. Yes. Yeah, it is different for a Padron, even though it's the 64 series. Try that. You'll see that it's a little different taste and decide if you if like it. If you can it. find it, because it is tough to get in stock. I know. I know. Okay, number two is the A.J. Fernandez Enclave Broadleaf Churchill. Nicaraguan. All right, so that's a Nicaraguan, and there's our top 
24. I'm going to uh, st- spread this out over the break, and we'll get to number one. When we come back, we'll go to Cigar Journal's number one cigar. And while we're at it, we're going to look through the crystal ball at Cigar Aficionado and see if we can figure out what their number one cigar is. We'll actually pick a few things and see next week if we get it, because that's not out yet. This is out. We're going to tell you the winner. No peeking. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solara, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solara becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available on Online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 
92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto de Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hello, this is Huster Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We're talking the best of 2018, according to Cigar Journal Magazine, because they got it out there first. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I'm going to put my Rocky Patel 2006 down. Very good. Very yes. good. Very good. Uh, but okay, the cigar on. that I think should have been given special dispensation because of one misstep of the company in saying that they're only doing 400 boxes a month, which is more than enough. This one should have been a contender, in my opinion, and would have taken it, giving the first company ever back-to-back wins. This is what many people asked for us to, when we put the contenders out, so many people came to me to say, why was this not a contender, including you, Barry, Ed. Well, I know the reason, but I asked for special yeah. dispensation because 400 boxes a month is more than enough. 
and we get our allotment and we're fine. Yeah, we don't get 400 boxes, but uh, a great cigar. Great cigar. Ed, uh, uh, Barry, what do we got here? Well, today's second cigar is the Aladino Corojo Reserva, and it's manufactured in Honduras for JRE Tobacco. The size is a 5x50 Robusto, and it is a Puro of Honduran Corojo Tobacco. That's a wrapper, binder, and filler. Single cigar will set you back twelve nineteen. By a box of twenty is two fifteen ninety nine, which is a savings of almost twenty eight dollars or eleven percent off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And while you're there looking at that, it's a chance to get the contenders for the cigar of the year. Pack it which the only way to help us vote and decide what that is. And let me tell you, time is running out. It's now or never. If you want in there, contenders for the cigar with you, you get eight cigars, $59.99. Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number, twoguyscigars.com, to get the contenders. And you don't see this cigar in the contenders because it is limited production. We can't get all we want. We're out of it more than we have it. You can't, you can't do it. And to, to our way we say it. You're going to see that on other things like uh, Cigar Aficionado's list that the past three years in a row is cigars you can't get. Right. Well, what the hell is the sense of that? Yep. And can you imagine giving the cigar of the year? We would never have it. You would never have it. So you can't do it. Is it I a great cigar? That? Yes. This is a great cigar. Before I even light it up, it's a great cigar, but it is not deserving of the cigar of the year because of lack of availability. So Husto gave us these before they were out. Yeah. And it had just the single band, the uh, the brown and white Aladino band. Yeah. And I begged him to keep that band because it has ties to an old brand that this cigar reminds me so yeah. much of. And he said it was... I call bullshit, but he said it was because of my passion that he convinced his father to keep the band. All right. So great. I, I think he's a great man for telling me that. I don't believe that I have that much pull. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> yeah. I call bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, you, you know, I, I say to the manufacturers, listen to the retailers what they're saying because they're, they're the ones on – uh, the sales floor dealing with the public of what it is. So instead, he listen to Barry. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a, he's, he's a retailer. Uh, okay, let's give it a cut and light. And here we go. It's time to cut the cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their price. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And they do. Excellence. And they do. Okay, so even cutting the cigar, it seems like you're cutting into a dense like fig. A, yeah, or a chunk of leather almost. Yeah. It's just very meaty. So you would think when you do that, that it's going to be a tight draw. It's so packed. It's, it's so meaty. It, it, it. Never. Cold, gonna, perfect. Cold draw. Perfect. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Dominator. This is a four jet color-changing flame with the patented Vertigo big-ass tank and easy adjustment wheel, and also the neck bends. So you can have a straight lighter, you can have a bent lighter, almost like a torch pipe lighter. And it retails for $24.99. That's the Vertigo Dominator. Before you light that, taste that cigar. Cold drawer is cedar with a hint of vanilla. You don't got a little... Alcoholish, some sort of uh, spirits. 
That's uh, just you because you had two drinks last night. I could see pairing this with a nice single malt like an Oban. So I got a funny story about this cigar. Because they make the 400 boxes, some boxes come in a little lighter. Some boxes come in a little darker because, yeah. you know, they color sort for the box, right? Yeah. So we opened up a box of singles to put out that were on the darkest side of the spectrum. Yeah. Maduro looking. Yeah. So our two employees, Pat and Trevor, get all excited. Take them this, off. This is going to be the best. So they get their cigars. They, they buy them. And they cut him, and Trevor won't even light it for the first hour. He's taking cold draws on it. He's just obsessed with this cigar. He's kind of making love to it like a fat guy does a cupcake. Correct. <laughs> Except you would have eaten the cupcake. <laughs> so he takes his first puff and goes, nope, cigar changed. I said, the cigar didn't change. I, I smoke one or two a day of these. This is my favorite everyday smoke. It has not changed. What it is, when Corojo tobacco ferments darker... You get more of that Corojo flavor, which tends to be on the spicy side. It has a, a pepper-forward yeah. kind of component. Well, when it's very dark like that, it's not like Padron, which tends to get sweeter as they get darker with that Mexican San Andreas or whatever they say is on it. Yeah. The Aladino, the darker ones, tend to be a little peppery. Mm. So I take the bands off of the cigars, and I'm at Trevor's house, and I give him a bandless cigar <coughs> out of the same box. And he goes, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. And that is the power of... Judging bands. a book by its cover yeah. and the band. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Get, we'll get deep into that. He sent me a whole bunch of messages on that cigar on Facebook. I was like, just suck it up and smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. So this, I'm going to say, is up there in the number eight. Because you've smoked it before. Yeah. but Not off the first puff. No, not off the first yeah. puff. This has a, a very odd... The more I think about the first puff thing, it's a, <laughs> it's a loser. <laughs> so you guys can steal it. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's so unfair to a cigar to judge it on, on a first puff. That it is. So there's a little uh, toasted marshmallow thing happening. Peppery toasted marshmallow, but... A little bit of s'mores how, with a little bit of pepper. How about marshmallow with coconut toasted on the top? You're just trying to make a snowball. Cracker, not the snowball. No. The but, graham cracker one with the marshmallow mm. pinwheel, no chocolate on it. Or, or the marshmallow. Or the Girl Scout cookie that has the coconut on the top. Yeah, we go. The Samoa. Samoa. The Samoa. Here we go. But the this, Samoa. This I'm all Samoa. in. I'm in. The Samoa has caramel, too. Give, right? give me some sort of bell or chime yeah, or something. Yeah, he deserved it for that. Come on. That's the Samoa. Here we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't, don't do this segment again. No. That wasn't no. your cue. Yeah, that, you know, uh, that, that one shit sucked. Out. <laughs> Versus is brought to you by BS Cigars. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm looking at what we have right now, and um, it is going to be... Um, Eight so far for Dominican, 13 for Nicaragua, one for Cuban, two for Honduran. And um, of everything they have in their top 25, only one, which was the Placencia, matched our eight contenders. They had 25 shots. To, you know, our eight contenders all should have been in here, plus a whole bunch more, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But only one. You're not into sports, so you won't get it, but they are well below the Mendoza line. All right. I don't know what that means, but uh, and it's going to be interesting to see Cigar Aficionado, too. And, you know, 
I haven't had every single thing on on this, I don't think, but I had most of them, and all good cigars. Yeah. I mean, everything's a good cigar and stuff, but it really comes down to now preference of what it is, if you're just talking about people to people. But we get deeper into our preference. Our preference counts, too, but then it's the preference of the person buying them. That's not enough. It's the person that's buying them that doesn't even know that they're being counted, and that's through sales. I put a lot into this thing. 1992 to say how am I this going to be judged is just going to be me it would be unfair because it would be a lighter Dominican yeah, cigar that Dominican I yeah and so and, and in this case 14 Nicaraguans uh we'll see we'll we'll uh see how the other people do it but right now here it is the number one cigar of the year for cigar journal magazine is well the number one cigar was presented in April 2018 as part of the mountain on the fire event in the Austrian Alps. Alps. It's only available in Europe currently. The number one cigar of the year for 2018 from Cigar Journal Magazine is the Rocky Patel Grande Reserve Toro. There we go. Rocky Patel. And we smoke Rocky Patel. That's true. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, because it was part of the care package, we didn't know. What did we? <laughs> did we feel it? Did we feel Rocky Patel? He was certainly deserving of the Cigar of the Year. Let me look at my list Actually, here. Rocky Patel yeah. is deserving for the Cigar of the Year for <coughs> Cigar Aficionado also. I had Rocky Patel on one of my guesses, yes. for the record. All right. Yeah, we're playing this no matter if, if anybody's in or not. But there we go. Rocky Patel, congratulations, Rocky. Well-deserved. I have never had the Grande Reserve Toro, a European exclusive. Your mistake, because you could be selling a lot of these right now. But I would love a sample. I would love to try it because if they say it's number one, we didn't even we didn't even get that cigar as as a blind. No, we nothing. did not. Nothing. But they made sure to put in their little snippet writing up about the cigar that it's currently only available. Ah, so this is something that we might see. All right, because Rocky is a businessman. He's a smart man, and he's not going to let that go and waste it for nothing. Like like what's about to happen right now. It's time for a peek into the asylum. From our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, haha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. We've heard stories of sheep and pigs being cloned, but a rumor has emerged that Mohamedou Buhari, the president of Nigeria, is not an original, but a clone. Oh, God. The rumor was created right out of a Hollywood movie plot as the president was ill last year on medical leave, and the people thought it was an imposter, just like the movie Dave. In an attempt to squash the rumor, the president sent out an email to the people of Nigeria denouncing the notion, stating he was still alive, and in addition, that a long-lost uncle has left you the sum of $45 million. (laughs) And that's not only insane, it's asylum. There we go. <sighs> I've got those things. Uh, last two-time cigar aficionado did the cigar year 2016. It was La Flor Dominicana 
Andalusian bow, which was said when it was sold in the first place, it was going to be a limited release. Mm-hmm. If anything happened, it got even more limited. We can barely even get it. It's, it's hardly out there at all. Uh, they gave it a 96 rating in Cigar of the Year. That was 2016. Last year, to not outdo themselves, uh, they did the Atoro Fuente Don Carlos, Eye of the Shark Dominican, rated 97, gets the Cigar of the Year. I have never had one of those cigars. We've seen very few. Very few. A couple of boxes here or there. That was it. It's, oh, my God. And the interesting thing is it was two Dominican cigars in a row in a Nicaraguan dominant magazine and Nicaraguan dominant um, uh, Cuban, between Cuban and Nicaragua. I mean, that's the bulk yeah. of the stuff they do. I've had a couple of those. Um, Michael Damari, who now works for two guys before he was an employee here, he managed to get his hands on a box from us. And he's listening to the show, so I'm willing to bet that he's going to bring you one. He on brought Monday. me one. He brought me one before I didn't take it from. Oh, okay. Him. I said I can't take that from you. I know it means more to him. Than he's going to try again. I yeah. I know him. Which what should happen is the people from Maturo Fuente should give me a cigar, but we know better than that. It's not going to happen. Uh. So uh, looking at what's going to happen in Cigar Aficionado this coming week. It's been five years since a Cuban. Um, has been a cigar of the year, the longest stretch um, I think ever for them. Uh, it was the Monty number two in 2013. So uh, that's a long stretch for a Cuban not to be there. Um, nine years since a Padron has been number one. It was 2009, the Padron 1926 number one. Um, Padron did get there in the top three last year. Um, the question now is, what is going to be number one? So each one of us is going to take a guess on our number one. And no. No, we'll pick three. Right. Three choices for number one and three tiebreakers. Yep. Okay. So who wants to start here? I got this. All right. <clears throat> so I think the one that's really going to be picked, I think this is um, Nicholas Melillo is going to be the new Ernesto Perez Carrillo. He's ripe for the picking. He can be their new poster child. He's young. He'll be able to carry that magazine for a long time. I think they're going Wise Man Maduro. Wise Man Maduro is number one, huh? Okay. You want me to continue? Yeah, good. Uh, then also, uh, as my second guest for number one would be the A.J. Fernandez Enclave. Highly rated this year. And where it has been a long time since Padron's been on there, my third choice would be the Padron number 35 from their 1926 th- series. All right, we got a wise man, Maduro, and you got all Nicaraguans. Yep. And how about some long shots? We'll go to long shots after. Okay, Barry, what do you got? I think it's going to be the return of the Cuban cigar at number one, and it's going to be the H. Upman, Sir Winston. No right. way. And I'm actually going to go, these are my predictions for one, two, and three. I'm going to stick to the order of three. Uh, number two. Or a shot at number one is the Padron Family Reserve number forty-four natural. Forty-four natural is going okay. And then at number three, the Monte Cristo Nicaragua. Monte Nicaragua. None of those even make it. Well, I, I hear a little uh, Ed Sullivan like agreeing with that. I don't know. What do you got, Ed Sullivan? I also have the H. Upman, Sir Winston. And, you know, based on our ruling, uh, the rules, I just went Padron 1926. That's sufficient by our rules. Okay. And then 
they're always thrilled with the Oliva Serie V. I don't think that'll win, but it'll make the list. All right. I am going with, uh, and it's not, it has to be not necessarily in order, right? Right. All right. So I'm going to go with a Cuban also, but I'm going with the Boulevard. That's all I have to say, right? That's all you got to say. Boulevard Cuban. Bellicoso Fino, just for <laughs> just for some extra stuff out there, and you, oh my God, it's unbelievable how we knew. Um, and it's going to be the Padrone. Uh, I'm going to say Padrone. That's all I have to say. But 1926, number one, could be the 35, but number it's gonna one going to be the 35. And I think there's a possibility that they pick something. Even though they don't want to do it, but it's going to be hard not to do it. Something in our contenders pack. And they're going to be like, wow, we can't do this because they may pick a two. And uh, we'll, they'll have the answer before we, we will. We, you know, yeah. But it's going to have no judging on our part whether they make it or not. But I think they pick Placencia. Interesting. Placencia becomes much like you say is is the um Ernesto Carrillo right. you know you you're picking the uh, uh I I think they need some fresh blood game. he's been in the game for so long though but making made cigars for other people other people I think they help get his name in the limelight I think that pick makes sense let's see that's when I'm going to go listen I'm not picking They've got my a, favorites no, at all or what I like I'm I'm reading them but they they picked Ernesto back before he had the money to advertise. Yeah. He didn't have any clout in the industry, really. I mean, he was selling a lot of cigars unbanded. He was such a rookie back then, and they made a star out of him. Well, I think, they, they, and they had no, they had no magazine yet. I mean, that was issue one. I mean, let's. I think it's, I think it's Melillo because he's so ripe for the picking right now. He's got a decent social media following. It's not over the top. It's decent. He's got a, he's got some cigar geeks that chase after his stuff. It's not ridiculous, but he's ripe. <clears throat> it's not a bad choice. That they, they need some younger blood. They need some fresh blood. It can't be the same. A Toro Fuente, Padron, Oliva. Right. Oh, oh my God. Just, you know, and, and believe me, great cigars all around not, on every, not every single thing. Against him. The same thing over and over. But there's new it, people it, coming a, in making great cigars, yeah. and I think that they're, they're it, getting well, hip to that. Well, the magazine becomes a rerun of, of the last episode. Right. You know, it's the same thing is what, is what I get out of there. So let's go now to um, some long shots. We're going to pick three long shots. Uh, they must be long shots, and we can say they're not long shots. If you, if you throw something in that's not a long shot, we're going to eliminate you out of that long shot. But we'll start with you, Ed Sullivan. See, I had... The Placencia Almafuerte. Interesting. Monte Cristo, uh, Monte Cristo, Nicaragua. Yeah. And the Wise Man as my long shot. See, none of those, I don't believe. Uh, I, I could say Wise Man is a long shot. Um, but I'm going to put you in. Anybody want to shut him off on any of those things? No, I think he's solid. Yeah, it's, he, he doesn't really have long shots in there. but uh, I got... Uh, K. Dorsey has a long shot, Cuban. That was two years ago at the Habanos Festival. Yeah, it was released. Right. It had a lot of hype, but it wasn't released right away. It got released this year. Right. I think that was originally a French market release. Yeah. Yep. It's going worldwide. Except for the U.S. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I got Tatuaje, which would take care of their 
sort of my father connection, but not direct. And then uh, Punch. Punch Cuban. No, no, no. The uh, Honduran. Hmm. That's a long shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a 93. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to go next. I'm going to go with the E.P. Carrillo as the mm-hmm. long shot. Uh, and that would be the encore uh, line I think would happen. But all I have to say is E.P. Carrillo. Next, this is a long shot. Long shot. J- uh, JFR Lunatic. That's interesting. That is interesting. That was number one on their value smokes. Could it be both number ones? It could be. So, something that shows up in a... In, it, does that work? I believe it does. I believe they had uh, Brickhouse before in their top 25, and it I, showed up as a Best Buy. I believe well, so. Well, in Viajuela, they did that as well. And I believe it happened to Hammer and Sickle also. Yep. So it can happen on, on all of them. So I'm going to say uh, uh, J.R.E. Lunatic and the Wise Man Maduro. Um, is going to be the other one. I think Wise Man Maduro is a long shot. Um, Boy, you guys are going to crap your pants when Molo takes the trophy. I hope he does. I'd be so happy if he and ends you're gonna up do doing it, it. You're going to do it every day in the Typ- privacy of your own home. <laughs> Listen, typically I'm, I'm upset with their top 25 uh, because it's stuff that's not available and it, and it gives no nothing to the brick-and-mortar retailer to, to have a little jump in January when we're dead in business and stuff and sitting on inventory. And if they just threw something out there that people had or whatever, it'd make the consumer happy. It would make the people happy. to be something to talk about. You put something out there that's not there, it's nothing to even talk about. Right. Except negative, right? All right, Barry, tell us how to do it. All right. I have my long shot as Tatuaje Fosto. Really? Is Tatuaje Fosto... Fausto or Tatuaje? It's the Tatuaje and the line is Fausto. I would say he's in for Tatuaje. Okay. Yes. Long shot. All right. Uh, Wise Man Maduro. Wow, we all had that. Is that it? No, that's too much. Nobody knew each other's stuff. No, no, I know nobody knew each other's stuff. I'm just saying all of us recognize that as a possibility. Yeah. Uh, it's going to happen. There's no way. And uh, it's been in the top 10, but it's never broken the top five. Um, the Ashton Symmetry. It allows them to kill two birds with one stone, or feed two birds with one yeah. stone. Uh, gives credit. Don't ever to, say that again. I don't <laughs> want. I don't want the verbiage to change. It gives something to J.C. Newman. Uh, I mean, uh, Toro Fuente. Yeah. Who, who makes the cigar for them? And it gives. Uh, I think it would be the first number one for Ashton. And, and nobody gave Rocky Patel a nod here. He's deserving of it. He's never got it. Um, you would think he's he's ripe for it. Believe me, I thought of it when I was end up writing this down, and I didn't. End, I couldn't make it a long shot because I don't think it's a long shot. And then looking at things they gave high ratings to, I couldn't do it. Last year I could have. Right, they got a big, big rating, and I thought they would have gave, and they didn't. And so I think you're feeding two birds with one scone. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you said stone. No. Uh, no, you said speech scone. impediment. Okay. Pick school speech. <laughs> I guess next week we'll find out who brought home the bagels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I quit, please? <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna give uh, points, and we're gonna see who who kind of can can read through the minds of cigar aficionado the best. There. Um, what do you, What do you think? I mean, we got it good there. I mean, we had some solid choices, but the fact that all of us had. Melillo on the list means that everybody, even subconsciously, is thinking. 
as a as a long shot. You're the only person think, that didn't say it's a long shot. Is I you. don't think it's a long shot. He got a big rating. He's young. He's going to be in the industry for a long time. He already has. He's got his blending chops. I'd kind of like to see him get it, you know. Oh, guy be awesome. That was in the background. Yeah. And Drew Stakes off on his own. Oh, that'd be a big thing. And, you know, I think everybody's rooting for him and all that because he made from the ground, literally from the ground up, right? And he's a, he would be a good person. I mean, he is a good personality at events. I mean, he does great when he's on the show with us. I think he's the guy. And we got him scheduled soon. a great guest on the show, (laughs) especially coming out of a win. Right. We we got him scheduled coming up. Wouldn't that be great? We shouldn't have even said that. Now to definitely not make it. I don't want that to hurt him. Um, People that I think that they want to hype up, he's one of them. I think they want to hype up A.J. Fernandez. Um, so, well, he's another one with a lot of buzz. Yeah, so I see that on your list, and that makes sense to me. I, I want to beat you up, but you, you got it all going on with the Padron, which has been a long time since they ended up doing it, so that makes sense to me. Um, Padron, uh, since 2009, they haven't had uh, the top spot. Um, and then again, with all of us except you picking a Cuban, uh, you didn't even have a Cuban on your, on I your did, list. yeah, the K Dorsey. Oh, yeah, is, okay. He's in the long uh, shots. Every once in a while, they make a Cuban to, to again pissing me off. Yeah, they got beat up so bad. I think the last time they did it, they don't care. They, they don't care. They're going to keep doing what they're doing when they're doing it. Um, so that that's our choice. Uh, Mike Segal went out on me, but let's talk Aladino, uh, Corojo, Reserva. What's interesting about this cigar is the number of flavor changes that happen and the number of strength changes that happen. It starts off. It's on the I would say straight down the middle medium. And then it very quickly, within a half an inch, goes right to full body, 10 out of 10, and then calms down almost as quickly as it kicked back up. And it does that a couple times. For such a small cigar, I think that's pretty remarkable. You know me on the Aladino. Love Aladino. Aladino Robusto regular line. Cigar of the year. Love it. Favorite. Even though it's a fuller bodied, this is a little step up from that in yes, strength and a little over my comfort level. But it's, for me, anyways, as soon as it hits that threshold for me where I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to put this down, it shuts off and goes back to being medium. Yeah. It just takes me right to the edge, and I enjoy the roller coaster ride. What Be- I like about the cigar is the retro hail. It has a very distinct. Don't you start that crap. I'm not even going to attempt to ask you because you'll pass out here on the stage. But there's a distinct anisette on the retro. Yeah. Are you... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt yourself, Jonathan. <laughs> you, you up there in a in 9, 10 area, strength-wise? Uh, I'm, I'm down at like a 7 unless you do the retro hail, then it brings it up to now a 9 or a 10. Hey, Sullivan, this is a strong cigar while Mr. Jonathan throws up. <laughs> I put it at, at points and 8. You know, but yeah. as Jonathan said, it's variable throughout the cigar. Right. Oh, I did almost throw up. I felt it. It was right. <laughs> I saw it. It was right there. There's usually a bucket under there for the snack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got some mail in the mailbags and uh, lots more when we return. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. 
So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. 
Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, Almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the Aladino Corojo Reserve, which is really a nine in strength, but they're going with an eight, but that's how they do it. There's pockets that go to ten. Yeah, strong. Cigar. Right up to the edge. I agreed with you on the nine, including yeah. the retro hell. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's up there in strength. So uh, we picked our... Our top three, and we picked the three long shots that we have. We both have it all written down. How we're going to figure it out is we're going to get three points if one of those cigars becomes number one. We'll get two points if it's in the top ten. We'll get one point if it's in the top 25. And we get minus one point if it's nowhere on the list. And then we're going to have a winner at the end of this. Could we go into their minds and see how they are? And Barry's going to track the whole thing this week as it all plays out. Yeah, and it only has to be the the brand name, basically. You don't have to get into the size. We gave it anyway, but if the size is off, give it to the guy. It's only the size. It doesn't have all that much effect. There are cigars that are better which size you pick. But then again, it's we're not trying to pick which cigar is the best. We're just trying to get into the minds of them. So have no effect on what I said as being the best cigars. It's what I think they think the right. best cigars are. So I don't want to confuse anybody. You want to know what we think the best cigars are? Look at the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. Uh, still available, but will be gone this week, I'm sure. Uh, last chance is now to, to get those. Right now, uh, let's get to the Don Raphael offer of the day. And saying, staying in with what we're talking about today... One million dollars is offered to you. More poop? To straight up eat a whole log of poo. Oh my God, what is with you? On a nice white dinner plate with a knife and fork. Once you finish the meal. And there goes the rest of the listeners. You keep it down and you get a million dollars. And what is it? Are we talking about? Why are the questions? Horse Why? No. (coughs) Human? No, I'm out. You would always be known as Scatman. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. A million dollars. I'm out. You know Ed Sullivan's not doing it, and you're not doing it. It's a dumb question. Let's move on. Yeah, I'm out. 
Is there a little corn niblets in it? No. <laughs> Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Wow, a million dollars. Go ahead. And the subject is the movie show, <coughs> and Mr. J's brother hates me. <coughs> this is my friend uh, and yours, Nicholas. Congratulations on the movie episode. It is easily your best show ever. <laughs> Great job by Barry finishing in first place. And Dave, nothing wrong with finishing second. Mr. J and Ed Sullivan definitely spoke into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hate him now. Too. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> also, I made up a drinking game to play along at home. I had a shot of Sambuca every time Mr. J said he hates the idea or complained about yeah. someone's cigar pairing. He used to waste it. I passed out 37 minutes into the show. Uh, what I really wanted to find out is, has any other fan of the show had the same issues I've had? So a few months ago, I start listening. It's entertaining. I'm learning a bit. I submit an idea as you requested. Mr. J calls it dumb more than once. I submit a follow-up email. I'm then called bitchy. I submit another, and I'm called dumb and bitchy. And then Mr. J's brother throws my email in the trash. <laughs> now I find out he hates me. And, his, <laughs> and Dave, as people of our ethnic background know, ah. if a guy won't give his last name and claims to work construction, he's mafia. So I've got a gangster after me. I was planning to come up and see the show after the holidays, but now I got to worry about crossing into this New Hampshire state line and having an old school caddy Eldorado pull up alongside <laughs> me. Wonderful. I just wanted to listen and enjoy a cigar podcast. That is all I was looking for. So help me out with a suggestion. What is the best cigar to pair with getting on my knees, getting my knees busted by Sammy B? <laughs> ah. I was going to say, if it was getting on your knees, Jonathan would be the person to ask. We are thinking of some of the odd tastes we've had over the year. We had one cigar that tasted like um, if you got hit in the head and concussion, you got a concussion. Yeah. I don't remember what that was, a concussion. It tasted like a concussion. <laughs> and we agreed. Probably had to be a, a little, 12 in strength. It was a metallic taste. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a good one. Yeah. But not the knees that hit you in the head, right? Yeah, I guess that would, that would give you the concussion. I had a lot of people reach out on Facebook saying that was one of our funniest episodes. Really? Uh, did you watch the movies? I have not. My plan is to watch it tomorrow at 12 noon. You were supposed to watch it this week, and parents. It's two weeks before Christmas. Yeah. I had things to do. Th things to do. And he's out there buying me gifts and shit. Leave him alone. Uh, I did not either. I looked to see if I could get it for free real quick. On Netflix, you can. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Um but you I watched yours on YouTube. Fatso was on YouTube, the whole thing. And? It was great. But the, but the love story of Fatso is very similar to the love story in Summersby. You're going to love it. Really? The interesting part of it is when he's there at the hot dog stand and the girls across winking at him in the window <laughs> and he's looking at the hot dog and he's looking at the girl and he's trying to pick which one to go. And eats the hot dog and moves on. <laughs> that says a lot. No, right it, was good. it was a good movie. Yeah. I wasn't expecting much. It was very good. All right. Well, I watched Summersby. You it did. should not be anyone's favorite movie. That's why I was embarrassed. Not even his wife's. No. And both of them picked. No, it wasn't a bad movie. I think it was good. I'd give it three out of five stars. It was entertaining. I saw the trailer online to see what it was. Mm -hmm. you know, so you and Barry still haven't finished your assignments. No, I There should not. be some sort of penalty. There was no due date on the set assignment. Uh, I will watch assignment. it. Then what I the hell did I have to do with that week for? We got it over there because you do what you do. You pull it off like a <laughs> Band-Aid and that's it. <laughs> and plus it was fat, so it was good. It was a good yes. movie. Yeah. So Summersby. All right, we'll see. We'll see. 
as far as these other guys, I, you don't have to do anything because I saw their stuff because they were good movies. <laughs> Summersby, I'm not going to make a judgment call yet, <laughs> but I trust Ed Sullivan's. This doesn't need to be anybody's favorite movie. Let's get to a classic three-way and squeeze this in. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. Now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. It is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him where that came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. All right, today's December 15th. Barry is our champion. And back on the movie scene right now, Gone with the Wind, drama film directed by Victor Fleming, starring Clark Gable and Vivian Lee, premiered in Atlanta, one best picture. And with inflation not adjusted, is the highest grossing film of all time. Gone with the Wind came out today. What year? 1937. 37, he says. I'll go 1939. 39. 1931 for the win. 31 for the win. We have two points. Ed Sullivan, 39. Pretty good that you guys... He was in high school when the movie came out. That's why he knows. (laughs) I, I saw it at the theater. Pirates of the Caribbean Ride opens in Disneyland for the first time. The Ride, Pirates of the Caribbean, and later turning into a movie. The Ride. Oh, later turning into a movie. Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. I'll go 1990. Well, it's nice you jumped in, but it's... It's, uh, it's his turn. turn. Oh, yep. it is. 1990. 2000. 2000. 1998. 98. Everybody is way over. It was 1973. Disneyland was the key there, but you weren't paying attention. I wasn't. Moving over to Mr. Jonathan. Don Johnson, Flat Creek, Missouri. American actor from Miami Vice, Nass Bridges, born today. What year? Don Waiting Johnson. for parents to finish his math so he's not cheating over there. It's 19... 19- 51. 51, he says. 37. 37. Unfortunately, I had 1950. 50. Barry will take it at 37. It's 49, a long way off, but he went under. He gets the point. Ed Sullivan's got two. Barry's got one over to Barry going on. Now for Chris Hanley and Scott Abbott developed the board game Trivial Pursuit today. What year? They developed it today or it went on the market today? It went on the market today. Alright. That is going to be... Like it like matters. 81. 1981. 1976. 76. 1965. 65. 76 will take it. It's 79. Bastard. Ed Sullivan, three points. Barry's one. One question left, unless we need the tiebreaker. Two points for an exact. 
and over to Ed Sullivan. Mo Vaughn, American Major League Baseball, first baseman for the Boston Red Sox, MVP from Norwood, Connecticut, and a customer from Two Guys Smoke Shop way back. Born today, what year? 1960. 60, he says. 67. 50. 50. Uh, somebody's got two points. Mr. Jonathan, two points. Gets a baseball question, two points. But the winner is Ed Sullivan, three to two to one. But I beat you, Barry. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. And that's that. So squeeze a mailbag in if you want. All right. And we got to run. Submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, Andrea writes, Hi, gentlemen. Yes, this includes Mr. J ah, and Barry. Ah, and Barry. I have a confession to make. I'm a woman who smokes cigars and listens to your podcast regularly. I also listen to the Ashholes, so I guess that makes me a total cigar geek. I stumbled into cigar smoking the summer of 2017 at a beer fest where a mobile humidor was on site and I was intrigued. Luckily, a friend of mine had some cigar knowledge and introduced me to this amazing hobby. The lack of female cigar smokers is disappointing, as is it is one of the most relaxing things I've ever experienced. In this world of go, 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 there's nothing like carving out an hour or two of your day to enjoy a great cigar. Very Since nice. my palate is pretty new, I value the reviews and opinions of cigar smokers like yourselves to help me dial into the flavors that I taste. I'm super excited to be part of the Cigar Authority Care Package because it gives me even more opportunity to smoke what you guys are smoking and see if I can pick out the flavors. Show idea? Maybe feature a female cigar smoker or an industry person just to mix it up. I also love hearing about how people got into cigars. It's usually a pretty cool story. Keep doing what you're doing. I look forward to your show every week. All the best, Andrea from Massachusetts. From Massachusetts. Does she ever come up? Do you want to see the show? Maybe she could be the guest. She right should over come the border. Up and be the guest. Exit yep. one off Route 93. And you'll come to Route 28, take a right. One mile down on the right. We're here at noon on Saturdays. And uh, we pick never up miss. A, pick up a contender's pack because that'll give you uh, eight different shots at something different that you may not have had. Well, she's doing she's doing the care package anyway. Care package. We're going to open that up? Or what are we thinking? Anything? Well, we just recently closed it. Okay. <laughs> we just recently closed it. Jumping the gun over there, buddy. I am. You're the guy we asked that question. I know. I was just thinking, is it open? But no, it's closed. Yeah, I started sweating when you were thinking about it. Uh, seriously, <laughs> me too. I almost crapped my pants. People like it. I like that people like it. Yeah. And uh, I hear it a lot. I hear it a lot from people that say, it's great. I got to keep doing it, blah, blah, blah. Well, you want to talk about going over the top with your geekery. Our buddy Damon, who listens to every week's show. I saw He collects, collected every single band from every single cigar in the care package, along with the notes that get shipped on in. And he's got a little scrapbook, and he keeps track of every single thing. I saw it. it Unbelievable. It's very touching to see something like that and say, oh, my God, this is, you know, and one of years it, of. It's the last thing that I would expect a dude that rides up listening to rock and roll music on his motorcycle dressed in a leather vest. Yeah. And he walks in and he's got a scrapbook. And I'm like, this is awesome. And one of his complaints. His diary. He's got his diary. <laughs> one of his complaints were that the, uh, the, the insert in the care package was a little too big. Well, starting in January, it's going to be a little bit smaller. Ah. I listened to you, and we made the change yesterday. You'd be happy. And, it, you know, there's people out there that just open up the bag, take the cigars, and throw it away. Take the time to look at it, those yeah. in the care package. See what it says inside there? It takes Barry almost five minutes to write those notes <laughs> up. You should spend the five minutes to read it. Right. Oh, interesting. 
interesting that they like it, and we're going to keep it going. And uh, uh, here we are at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and uh, we got 16 people doing podcasts. we got so many people. It reminds me like a gym. It's been a rush here. I mean, we've gone through 10, 12 people this week of People interested, interested yeah. to do a podcast, and it's because it's a new year. Oh, how, how do they get their business crank, and what do they do? How do they uh, um, things they want to do? The problem is like the diet thing or something. The last two days, and it's over. So we got a short window to mm. to get them in. Or, or I've, been on a, I've been on a diet for two weeks so far. I've lost fourteen days of happiness. Right. I talked to your wife last night, and I I blew it on him. Blew it from me right under the bus. She said, uh, yeah, he's been eating good for a couple of weeks and all this stuff. Like She's telling me the story. In the meantime, I had lunch and dinner with him. And five slices of pizza yeah. we ate at lunchtime. I cut back, usually the whole pie. Yeah. They, they weren't was, was six little slices. slices either. Yeah, it was a six-slice pie. Two hours later, he's going back for a second round at the buffet uh, well, with the know, barbecue. What I had at the bar- barbecue was two pieces of ribs. That's and, it. And one wing. And you didn't do the... the uh, didn't do the mac and cheese. Oh, mac and cheese was good. The beans were great. Right. Cornbread. My wife made sure to rub it in on how good the mac and cheese was. All right. So she's not doing it. She's doing it. So I, you know what? She's going to be mad at me for pizza. I'm going to be mad at her for the mac and cheese. Right. They did the right thing. They used the squiggly pasta with the ridges. Campanelli, yeah. yeah. Because it holds a thing just like oh, the... Uh, delicious. Huh? Like ziti with like lines. Let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not get you started. Yeah. <laughs> I got the ziti without lines. I was so upset. We got the meatball coming up at Sullivan, celebrating ah, my birthday on yes. January 31st. 30 bucks, it gets you a couple cigars, it gets you some pasta with the lines, and five of us are making meatballs, and it's a blind meatball challenge. So if anyone's going to be in the area around then, pick up tickets, 30 bucks, sponsored by... Well, don't pick up tickets then, pick up tickets you gotta now. You got to pick them up in advance because we need to know how many meatballs, but um, Steve Saka is one of the people making yes. meatballs, and he'll be supplying the cigars so it's going to be a great event. Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll There's see already we... some trash talk going on behind the yeah. scenes. How my meatball now sucks, I guess, and yours is the bomb. You've never and had I'll mine, change. and I had yours. So. I'll change. Uh, I've had yours at, at Christmas. Oh, all right. I can guarantee yours doesn't. Oh, you did have it. I remember yeah. making you eat the meatball. Yours doesn't have broccoli. In no, it right? doesn't. No. Mine's not going to have broccoli either. I'm going for the win on this one, Ed Sullivan. I, I actually removed the broccoli from the house, if there's any in there, <laughs> while I'm making the meatball, so it's not even cross-contamination. No contamination. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, there'll be no vegetables near it. But it's going to be a good time. And then uh, there's already people talking next year because we had to finalize who was making the meatballs to get this thing rolling. Now so they want to do it. They want in. So there's going to be new blood next year coming after me, the champion, because I'm predicting a win right now. <laughs> it's going to be the champion versus I'm the Nick no, four different contenders. of the meatball industry. Nick Melillo. So I'm going to be he's, I'm going to be given first place. He's an up and coming star. All right, we'll see. How, how do I have to supply birthday cake to my party? That's that, not normal. That oh, because you weren't happy with mine. And because you put friggin' broccoli in it. That's right. I, I don't like my cookies to have nuts in them. Chocolate's okay, but not nuts. I don't want broccoli in my birthday cake. He likes his nuts in something else. <laughs> Here we go. If you don't mind, could you make the cake? Too, I don't want store bought. Yeah, I'm not, not for your birthday. I'll, I'll hit up uh, Sammy B's construction, right. and uh, they do a hell of a cake. <laughs> cake for fifty. This is not cake for. Uh, they do a hell of a cake over there. Yeah, they do. They do. All right, that's it. 
We're going to see you uh, next week, and we're going to tell you how we did with the contest, and this will be the last show before Christmas. Yes. Then it's going to be the Cigar of the Year, and then the year is over. That was quick. Next week, we call it the Christmas show because it's the last show before Christmas, and we don't have a different name for it, so then we're going to go with that. Uh, we'll smoke great cigars and a little Christmas cheer. Oh, we'll get to drink. Yeah, that's what's going to bring Barry in. There's going to be a little alcohol served. Is it going to be your mom's limoncello? I don't know. We can do that. Uh, we'll go through the top 25 of the cigar year according to Cigar Fish Now and lots more. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's very possible you've learned nothing in the last two hours, so always remember to keep the lid and out of your mouth. Opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.